Well, I guess I got uh, Runa Mars heavy on the mind right now. Heavy on the mind. gentlemen the boy is cold he just cold with it like he just embraces like 90s culture and then you know his upbringing is just awesome and anyways the reason that Bruno Mars is heavy on the mind heavy on the mind I must have seen him or saw a picture of him or something before I went to sleep because I had a dream about Bruno Mars. Now, all you nasty folks out there, get it out your head. Get it out your head. I'm on a whole new level with what I seek in life. So um, I didn't even, that wasn't even something that was in the dream and I don't know if you've ever had dreams about artists in your life, but I've had so many dreams about artists in my life. Some of them were, you know, some of them were, oh, yeah, but this wasn't it, you know? I've had dreams that have stuck with me my entire life. Like, I had a dream about New Edition when I was like, like, my secret days, you know, can you get it yet? Did you get it yet? Did you get it yet? Did you get it yet? Like those days. And I still remember those dreams. I still remember that dream, how Ralph Tresvant was at my grandma's house. <laughs> and I was like, yes, they're my friends. This is so cool, you know? But um, the the dream I had about Bruno Mars is, very special because it speaks on a new chapter in my life. And again, the dream was at my grandma's house. I don't know what it is about my grandmother's house. It must be a space that I've always felt very safe in and protected in because everything goes down there in my, in my subconscious, a lot of things go down in that house. So, Basically, in this dream, I am um, laying 
in the bed <laughs> that is <laughs> the bed that, you know, um, my grandparents slept in, but later on in life, my grandmother moved into the back room and then I started sleeping in this front room. And um, I was in my room in the bed and somebody was in the room talking to me, but I can't remember who that was. All I know is I was in the bed in my pajamas, just laying there and Bruno Mars comes in the door with paparazzi his whole crew, and you know his stage show. I don't know if you've seen him perform. I've seen him perform like three times. And his stage show is crazy. He dances, you know, the, some, the Jabberwockies come out with him or, train, you know, taught him how to do some dances. And then, like, his whole crew, his band, all of them are dancing. It is a, a spectacular show. If you've never seen Bruno Mars perform before, I highly suggest you do that in your life. Please do that. Support Bruno Mars. I love this man. Anyways, I'm looking, ooh, tore, so tore up. And he just walks in, paparazzi, they're doing like a whole meet and greet in my grandmother's or my room at my grandmother's house. And I'm like, oh, it was, it was like nothing. It was like not a thing at all. I was just laying there like, y'all can wait till I got up and got dressed. Y'all just going to come through and just <laughs> do your thing. And the cool part is that Bruno never spoke to me. And I was like, you know, this is like crazy. <laughs> How dare you? Anyways, so then finally they go out of the room, all the paparazzi, the whole entourage, the meet and greet has moved on to my grandmother's living room. So we go in the living room and there's the people now it has moved on to, you know, just people chilling, just being cool and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like the after party of the meet and greet, just the people that are, are like, you know, part of, I guess the radio station I have, maybe it was like the radio station I have built or it was my stuff anyway. So then there was like a competitor, a couple of girls from competitor radio stations that were there. And I had like a feeling like I kind of got mad or something. And then someone came up to me, ah, you know, they're just young girls. They don't know that they're like the whole, um, radio, uh, politics and how you're supposed to do. They just really wanted to meet Bruno. But I was just so like, damn, y'all just come in on my thing. Like, you don't, you don't have any respect to at least speak to me or something. <sighs> Anyways, finally, I go and get my time with Bruno. And I go and I sit next to him on my grandmother's couch. <laughs> and I want to take a selfie with him. And, I, and he starts yawning. And I'm like, are you tired, baby? And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I've been up since 2 a.m. I haven't slept. And I was just like, it's okay, baby. So anyways, we're talking. We're just still talking. We're still talking, still vibing, um, just, you know, talking about everyday stuff. Everything's just cool. So then he's about to get out, go outside and go on his tour bus. So we go outside and... He, we are still talking, still talking, still talking. And finally we embrace 
And I'm like, you know, I just, I hope that you take care of yourself. I hope that you're well on the road. Um, I ask that God protects you and looks after you and, you know, may your spirit be, be good and be healed. And, you know, if there's demons out there that are, are trying to get at you, may you guarded, be guarded and protected and basically prayed over him. And he embraced me. And let me tell you, he never let me go. He never let me go. He actually held me all the way onto the bus. And we were sitting in the front seat, you know, passenger passenger bus on the tour bus. And Bruno Mars was sitting in my lap holding me. Now, I don't know really what that dream meant. And I wish there was a booklet on what your dreams mean. And the only thing I can think that that dream meant was that is what I'm trying to do. Like I want to be a muse. I want to be a healer. I want to be someone that others look to when they are a source for energy and healing and protection like a mom, but I'm not a mom and not all the time. Like moms don't mean biology all the time. And I, i tell this to people all the time, just because you're not biologically a mom doesn't mean that you're not motherly or nurturing or whatever, don't say matronly because bleh, matron just sounds like a terrible, terrible word. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was a crazy dream, you know? And for all of y'all out there that might be listening um, to this podcast, if you can please go on to the Anchor app, if you haven't downloaded it thus far, um, it's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. There's an app for, you know, um, iTunes, you know, not iTunes, uh, what is that? Apple, whatever, you know. Also, you can go to the website, um, anchor.fm, look that up, and you can actually go and leave a message for me on the podcast, like right from your phone. You can do that. So if you want to leave a message for me, you want to share anything, any comments, concerns, you want to talk about a dream that you had, or even if you have perspective on what this dream could have meant for me, I'd appreciate it. You know, you get involved, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool for you guys to get involved with the podcast. I think that's awesome. You know, um, let me think about what I've been doing lately. And I want to share with this with you. Uh, just so you know, one cannot survive on Red Bull, chips and salsa, and weed lean. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't try it. Um, again, I'm all about self-care with y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's so very important. Self-care, self-care self-care. I know there's something I did want to share with you guys, and I'm using my phone to actually video right now, so I'm going to have to go online and find it, so bear with me. Um, 
it's something that I read online and I'm looking for it right now. Instagram.com forward slash. Oh, and also if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can follow me Instagram.com the Allen network T H E A L Y N E T T E work. That's what it is. Okay, so I'm looking for this. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. It's kind of an inspirational thing that I wanted to read. Oh, darn it. Continue as the Allen Network. Yes. Okay. Instagram, don't act messed up on me right now. Why are you doing this? I don't know. Oh, okay. Here it is. See post. Okay. Here I, okay, here it goes. Um, I am, um, I was raised as a Christian and I've been delving more into spirituality, um, across the board. Um, but Jesus Christ is the way that I was guided to a higher belief in something outside of myself, something higher energy source, um, whatever you, Buddha, uh, Allah, you know, there's different ways to know that there's something outside of you that's, that's bigger than you. And it's not even outside of you, it's within, right? And it's, it connects every single one of us. Now you may think that you're in this world all by yourself and you know, you are, but if you think about it, you never are. We're all connected. There's something inside of us and what God lives within our hearts. Now, every single one of us, whether you want to tap in or not is up to you because there's definitely an energy and prayer works. I know prayer works. Okay. So why is that? Oh, can you say the law of attraction, blah, blah, blah. You can say all these things, but you cannot deny the fact that there is an energy, a source or something out there bigger than us that wants us to be protected, guided, guides us every day and wants us to win, wants us to win. Even on our bad days, we still see a glimmer of hope. It can be the worst of days and something amazing will happen on that one day just to show us the light at the end of the tunnel. So I follow um, the Toltec beliefs system. Um, and any and a, a Muslim can believe this. Um, a Christian, a Buddhist, whoever it's just these principles called the four agreements. And uh, Don Miguel Reese began to share this with the world. Now, it was a practice um, mostly pra I pra practiced by Native people. Um, now, D Don Miguel is Mexican, and he was passed down these practices from his mother, who passed it down to Don Miguel and then Don Miguel's two sons. Well, I just love that this prayer that Don Miguel Reese put up. 
And um, it's just an awesome prayer that I just feel like everyone should read this every day. And it says, thank you, creator of the universe, for the gift of life you have given me. Thank you for giving me everything that I have ever truly needed. Thank you for the opportunity to experience this beautiful body and this beautiful mind. Thank you for living inside of me with all your love, with your pure and boundless spirit, with your warm and radiant light. Thank you for using my words, for using my eyes, for using my heart to share your love wherever I go. I love you just the way you are. And because I am your creation, I love myself just the way I am. Help me to keep the love and the peace in my heart and to make that love a new way of life that I may live in love the rest of my life. Amen. And that was from Don Miguel Reese. I really believe these, the four agreements are so awesome. (laughs) And I advise you very much so to look it up There's a book called The Four Agreements, and then the offshoot of that is Mastery of Love. Now, I'll read the four agreements to you. Number one, be impeccable with your word, and that means more than you think. That doesn't just mean, um, you know, do what you say you're going to do. It does mean that, but it also means never speak badly about yourself or others. Only speak positivity into the universe. Number two, don't take things personally. And that goes without any explanation, but it's like something happens. Don't go into a victim state of mind thinking that somebody did something to you. People never do anything to you. They do it to themselves. And it's up to you to react accordingly. That's your choice. Don't make assumptions. That's the next agreement. So if you have questions about anything somebody did do or what they think, you do not assume that you know what their intentions were or why they said something or why they acted a certain way. You live your truth and you ask them. What did you mean when you said that? If you don't ask them, then you don't take it personally and you don't assume. Now, this is the one that is the most important to me. Always do your best. Number four, always do your best. And this has led me to remove certain or do my best to remove certain um words from my vocabulary, like try. There is no try, only do. Yoda said that. (laughs) And I'm always doing my best at all times. Now there's days that I don't, I'm not impeccable with my word, but I don't, I don't beat myself up about it. I did my best that I could do at that time. There are times where I don't take things personally. Now, 
There's times that I just get mad. There's time that I make assumptions. But doing my best means that I don't beat myself up about it. I just recognize, oh, well, I possibly could have did better in that situation. But today, I did my best in this situation. So maybe I wasn't feeling good. Maybe I was tired. Maybe that person triggered me. Whatever it was, I did my best in that situation. And I'll learn from it. And I'll do even better next time. Four agreements. Awesome. Read the book. I highly suggest it. The four agreements. Then read Mastery of Love. Read Mastery of Self. They've really been helpful to me. Really been helpful to me. To stop judging myself the most. Stop looking down on myself for being, when I thought I was being weak. It wasn't. It was just fear Fear is there for a reason. Fear is there to protect us. Like if we are physically scared, like something is physically going to hurt us, fear pops up and it's there to protect us. So fear is a thing that we developed, you know, through our domestication. So when we were young, um, you know, like say, for example, one of our parents said, don't touch that. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. So, you know, like we have a reaction to, to that, you know, it's a defense mechanism we put up or, you know, somebody in a relationship hurt us real bad. So now whenever something comes back up, that's relative to what happened in the past, your fear pops up and you're like, oh, it's going to happen again. They're, they're going to hurt me. But the truth is, you, you can't make assumptions. You can't take it personally, what other people's do. And you don't know that that's going to happen to you again. But it's just your fear popping up. So it's up to you to go in there and go, oh, ho, ho. self-awareness, self-awareness. What is that? That whatever my boyfriend's phone goes off, that... I'm looking over at his phone like, mm, what's that? What's, what's going, who's calling you? Who, who's checking in with you? Really? Like who, who, that's an old, an old trigger popping up on you. That fear, you know, you just been domesticated to, to feel that way. Or, you know, maybe you were neglected as a child. So you have these old mechanisms of survival that have conditioned you so that you are able to make it through the world you know, it's defense. We got to let that go. I just feel like the four agreements is a, a, whatever religion you are or whatever you practice, it's a good way to navigate through life. Now, believe me, I'm not perfect every day. Today I was raging in the car and I had to keep reminding myself, what are you talking about? You are not being impeccable with your word today, Alanette. No, you are not. <laughs> Now, do your best with it and whatever is going on within you that keeps, you keep going back to talking negatively. What is happening with you today? You don't feel good. You, 
you've been living off chips and salsa and, and Red Bull and Weedling and you just don't feel good? <laughs> Could that be what it is? Well, today you need to do your best with what you're given today and pray instead of speaking negatively. You need to pray for the things that you're that are important to you. You need to pray for things that you have that you might be taking for granted. So those moments that you are not doing so great and you're aware of it, you have to speak positive and speak on the things that you want in this life. Instead of focusing on what's negative, you got to turn around and be positive. And that's up to you. You have to do that every day. It's a practice, boy. It's a practice. And, and I, I'm today in the car, boy, I was raging. I was like, oh my God, why? Oh my God. So <laughs> Kevin Hart, oh my God, why am I raging like this? And then you know what I did? I was like, let me go back and listen to Don Miguel Reese Jr. And what he was talking about, just so I can get it back in my mind, what's important and what's going to bring me peace every day. Because let me tell you what I seek in my life. I seek peace of mind. I want to be peaceful in my heart. I want to be peaceful in my soul. I want people around me to be at peace. I want them to have great energy and I want them to be able to pursue happiness and, and, and go through this life and just feel good. That's what I want. I want people to feel good and I want to feel good. You can't do that when you're beating up on yourself or beating up on other people. You can't do that. You got to speak on the positive things that you want in your life. You just got to keep that going at all times. And some days you'll fall short. But it's all about self-awareness and going back and, and, and make it better. Go ahead and make that dang better. Like, let me see how much time I got because I've been talking. Oh, hmm. I've been talking a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, today on the show, I have this lady on the show with me today. And I was so impressed by her. Because she is a B-girl. B-girl. Oh, yeah. I heard her in the other room rapping. I was like, who is... Who is rapping right now? Who is this girl rapping? I go in there and I see this blonde lady. What? Excuse me? (laughs) Oh, who is this lady? Okay, I'm sticking around just to meet her. So she comes off the stage and I go back up to her and I look her, I said, excuse me. And she, and I grabbed her hand and we must've stared into each other's eyes for a cool minute. And I just felt the warmth come off of her. And I was like, yo, I don't know what you're doing right now. But right now, I need you to just step into the Allen Network. And she agreed. Her name is J. Ross Pirelli. So stick around for that. I got an interview with J. Ross Pirelli coming up.
And we are going to, oh yes, we are going to tap into the five hard questions again. But before we get into that, I do want to tell you again about the Black College Expo coming to a city near you. <laughs> yes, Houston, Texas, November 2nd. It'll be here in Sacramento on November 23rd. San Diego, January 29th. LA, February 1st. Oakland, California, February 8th. Atlanta, March 28th. Uh, the DMV in March. And Dallas, Texas in March. Lots of opportunities for you to get your kids in school. Lots of opportunities for scholarships. And there'll be HBCUs um, right there at this event, accepting kids on the spot. Like that. Like that. Now, you can go to thecollegeexpo.org and register for free in the city that you're nearest to. Or you can go, yeah, to thecollegeexpo.org and just find out more information and register for your um, opportunities for scholarships as well up there. And I will see you in Sacramento on November 23rd. I'm also working on this really cool event for December. I can't tell you too much about it yet, but I'm very excited to be creating something. I just like to get my hands in it and get dirty and make awesome things come to life. So I wanted to ask y'all for your prayers. I know you don't know what you're praying for, but just if while you're listening right now, just say, say, God deliver whatever Alanette needs, whatever she needs. <sighs> yeah, that felt real right there to even ask for that for myself. Yep. So, um, got a little teary eyed right there when I said that. Um, yeah, so I appreciate all y'all listening as always. Make sure you go to the Anchor app or anchor.fm and you can leave comments. Like you just go to where the, where the, um, where the episode is and it'll show you a little thing that says leave voice message. You can do that. And I'll get them and I'll play them back on the show and, I, and I'll answer any questions you, you have or if you want more information about anything, I'll definitely get that to you some way, somehow. Um, I'd really appreciate it. The, you know, I want to be interactive with you. So, you know, this is my third go around at this. You know, I appreciate all the support thus far and uh, keep it right here because we will be back with J. Ross Pirelli. She gotta shake a little something Ooh Throwing that thing from left, right, side to side She gotta have her own money Oh yeah Shout out to the girls that pay their rent on time If you ain't near the party, take your ass back home If you get it naughty, baby, here's my phone Slide with your boy to the bar 
I don't have headphones for you yet. I haven't made that investment. <laughs> Like $2, hey, here. I trust that you're going to make me sound better than I am by listening to those headphones. <laughs> I, I trust. Pay, you do trust me? I do. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, um, it's the Allen Network. And um, so I was here at the studio working a little late, um, actually launching and pushing the final publish button on mm. my first podcast i was really excited so i stepped out into the hallway here at the studio and it turns out that they were having a party and i understood that it was a comedy show Mm -hmm. um what elephant in the room elephant on the block elephant on the block that's right right here at the rink studios so but okay i'm walking around but i hear a female rapping and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Somebody is a really, this female is super dope. Like as I am a B girl, like mm. I am the four elements of hip hop is in me. It is my culture. It is who I am. So yeah. when I hear, a, and, I, and it's, it's kind of bad because I am a real hard on female MCs mm. because I was raised on MC Light. Right. Queen right. Latifah. Right. MC, Missy Elliott. Yes. yes. Missy. Yes. Yes. Roxanne. Yes. Mm-hmm. MCs that really were about it, you know, mm-hmm. and like set yo-yo. Oh, I was going to say yo-yo. Yo-yo is my <laughs> one. The first okay. time I met yo-yo, I like, in the picture, I have the biggest smile. Mm-hmm. I geek out over the girls I when know. I meet Eve. Eve is another. Oh yeah. Oh, Eve is my my other one. Yeah. WCW. <laughs> well, anyways, so here at um, the Ring Studios, they put on a party called um, Elephant on the Block, the comedy show. And uh, I, but before the show starts, I hear a female MC on the mic killing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have to come and, and just talk to me right now. <laughs> and she was with it. Hey. So in studio with ja, uh, Jay Ross Pirelli. Yes. Did I say that correctly? You did. Pirelli. Thank you. All right. So um, I need to know your story. Yes. I need to know who you are and why you were guided into my life. <laughs> I feel like that was Magic. something that really... As soon as I walked up to you, we like held, I introduced myself to you and you just held my hand for a while. And I was like, okay, yeah, she's tapped in. She's tapped in. Yeah. And every time you touch somebody, you actually exchange DNA. So we have physically exchanged DNA at this point. So yeah, I want to tap in, girl. I'm going to tap in. (laughs) Tap Tap in. in, Y'all, I'm here. I'm I'm back. I'm back from a a little voyage of my own, Um, you know, to backtrack. I have a almost three-year-old little boy who mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. and he caused me to come back to Auburn which is not far from SAC and in Auburn I run an artist bed and breakfast with a really dope studio wow it's just out in the middle of the boondocks uh-huh. so when artists are on tour they could just come chill when they got some tie off time off and record record and then I also run workshops with the Auburn Hip Hop Congress so we have um Tuesdays we're working in juvie Thursdays Mm -hmm. we're running a writing class um so my heart is in just teaching hip-hop 
Uh-huh. A- a kill the MC just left my house and he said hip. Uh, to be hip to something is the knowledge mm-hmm. and hop is the movement. So yes. hip hop is technically the, the, the movement of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all that I do. I, I, I run workshops. I rock rallies at high school. And this is why <laughs> you were guided into my life. Yes. Because this nonprofit, you have a nonprofit. Yes. But we need teachers here yeah. at Music Changing Lives. Mm, yes. yes yes we have amazing teachers we work with um and so I basically tour with my son and teach workshops and rap and sing and, and rap I love rapping this girl be <laughs> rapping boy I love it I love you it. be rapping So tell me a little bit about yourself, though. I mean, Um, who are you? This amazing chick that (laughs) is obviously a B-girl, is into the fundamentals of hip-hop, teaches hip-hop to the youth. Yes. And how did did you get here? Like, what is your path that has led you here? Um, so I started, uh, I, I went, moved down from Auburn. I moved down to Long Beach mm-hmm. and in Long Beach, I started in a slam poet, um, as a slam poet uh-huh. in a slam poetry team. And we toured and what I, year was, what year 2005. was 2005? Dang. Yeah. So a little while after I left Long Beach. Okay. Yeah. I went to Long Beach state. Yes. Yes. I have a acting and yes. I have a theater degree from Cal, uh, Cal state Long Beach, yes. the beach. I, I got myself one of those degrees, what? not for acting, but human development. Yeah. Oh, you would get to- my teaching credentials. But I fell in love with hip hop and slam what? poetry. Are you hip? Are you the beach alumni? No, I'm, I am. An what alumni of the beach girl? This is really CSULB. CSULB life. You're a dirtbag. Yes. Oh, you serious? This is too good. Yeah. This is really. Too good. Yes. Long Beach graduate right here for sure. Mm-hmm. I loved theater Divinely too. guided <laughs> to the Allen Network. It's just meant to be. I was on the slam poetry team for Long Beach State. Uh-huh. So wow. They had a slam poetry team? Yeah, girl, we killed it. We like got first in the first in the nation for the most political piece. We won like third place altogether. It was My amazing. mouth is wide open. I mean... If you are just listening, <laughs> my mouth is so wide open right now about oh, everything. This chick is cool, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time. So Slam Poetry, I became, we graduate, right? And I was uh-huh. like, there goes all my financial aid. I'm starving. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I see this like Compton MC battle. Uh-huh. So I trained a little bit. I was like, okay, if I split poetry, I could do that over a rhythm. Uh-huh. And I entered in my first MC battle and took home 250 bucks that night. <laughs> and I was like, this, this, this is, is life. Me. This, this is, is what me. I'm about to do. Yeah. So um, I'm finna rap. I did. I, I switched real quick, was like, oh man, it's not silence. I could do this over a beat. And it changed my life. I ended up moving to New York because um, the Fuji camp hit me up. Uh huh. And they wanted to do some work together. They were opening a new label. The refugee camp was opening up. I don't remember what exactly it was Did called. Did you say the Fuji's? The refugee camp. Wyclef was opening up a new label. Yeah. 
cannot. I moved out to New Jersey. What? Yeah. Okay, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, so in New Jersey, um, you know, I had to make sure that I was... East Coast and West Coast are two different games. And two completely different completely. worlds. Completely. So I had to and make sure. And we both think I... we're the best. And they both are. We both yeah, are. Yeah, we yeah, really yeah. both I'm are. I'm sorry, but the left coast is the best coast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love the West Coast. Yeah. But, um, but I started battling in um, the Bronx, mm-hmm. um, little side Manhattan, like speakeasies, um, Brooklyn. And uh, I just. I just kept falling more and more in love with hip hop, but I wasn't, you know, like when they say freestyle on the East coast, that means you could pre-write some stuff yeah, and then re-spit it. Yeah. And because it's not written in a verse, it's yeah. called a freestyle. Right. And that wasn't my thing. I was trained by super Nat. Like we used to go from LA. Super Nat. He's not. So we used to go from LA to the Bay. Wait a minute. I know that dude. I- MC supernatural is yeah, oh my God. the number one freestyle who are you? <laughs> Who I'm just, are I'm you? Training. I'm a student of hip hop. <laughs> just a student. Who are you? Yeah. Did we just become best friends? We did. Okay. Officially. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Okay. Supernatural training. Yes, yeah, so I was trained by him. You know, so I was trained like freestyle is to you have. It's not pre written. You freestyle what just you train your brain, right? Uh-huh. So that's what I always talk to these youth about. Like we gotta train. You wanna be better, you train. If you train, you're gonna be better. Yeah. So that's what I do. I train every day, tongue twisters, beat counting. Um, did a bunch of MC battles out there and then realized like you can only hear so many words so many times yeah. before you're like, okay, I'm gonna write my first album. And I ended up getting signed to Universal Music Group mm-hmm. with my own label. Wow. So that um, I could also sign these native youth that I had been working with. Hmm. So um, through my nonprofit, which is called Beats Lyrics Leaders, mm-hmm. BLL, Beats Lyrics Leaders, we actually work with youth and take them through artist development programs and we teach them how to make beats and we help get equipment for reservations. And, uh-huh. um, so I've been doing that ever since. That's kind of been my passion in my life. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I... I okay. I just gonna be straightforward and, and ask you what is your ethnicity because I, do, I don't. <laughs> you know, I could not even. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to be honest, I I am a little bit of a mix of everything, but my strongest point is a Russian Jew. I got mm. Russian Jewish heritage. Wow, that runs thick. My my grandparents came over from the Holocaust. My great great grandparents came over. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, you know, we got roots, big roots. Dang. <laughs> so I took that and was like, let's go. Awesome. <laughs> wow. I mean, because in America, you don't know. No, you, you don't, don't know. know anymore. And people don't know their own culture. They don't know they their don't. own history. And it's super crucial to be yourself, especially in hip hop, and not pretend to be a different culture that you're not. Right. You know, because hip hop is so overwhelming within itself. So. I'm super stoked and proud to come from where, I'm, where I've come from and carry those traditions too. Okay. My son is mixed. He's Egyptian and um, Russian Jew. So he's just this beautiful mix of like gorgeousness. And you're gorgeous too, I bet. Thank you. I bet he's just gorgeous. <laughs> I want to see a photo of that. Yeah, yeah. Me. All right, in studio right now with Jay Ross Pirelli, um, teacher, uh, hip hop part of the culture. MC, mm. uh, 
what did you say? Battle poet. Slam poet. <laughs> Slam poet. <laughs> um, mother. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, I love it. I just, I tour with my little man now. You catch us around all the time. Oh, goodness. Okay, yeah. so I want to get in, I definitely want to get into one of your records, but um, I just, I think we should talk, I, I want to talk more about um, more of your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this, this is concept I want to come up with for this show, for the Allen Network, and I haven't came up with the questions yet, mm. but the questions lie around, um, they're called the five hard questions. Okay. Okay. And I wasn't really prepared for you, mm-hmm. but five hard <laughs> questions now. Okay. The one question that I always want to ask everybody is, can you look back at your life and hone in on one pinnacle moment of trauma that happened to Mm. you that turned your life around like on a dime, just skirt Mm -hmm. and, 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 if you care to share and share your story, I'd love to hear it. Wow. That is super right on the, the spot right there. I I, I do love it. And I do believe that resilience is the only thing that's going to get us through. So I'm down to talk about it because Mm -hmm. I know there's other women going through it. Right. Um, yeah. So I am a, uh, a survivor of rape Mm. and I was, that happened at 13 years old with a man that lived with us, one of my father's best friends. So not only did that happen, I had to live with him for a couple months after that because it's not something you talk about or tell your dad. (laughs) Um, Um. And going through that moment, you know, you don't understand it at the time until I was at a Native reservation up in Olympia, Washington, Mm And I have goosebumps. Um, a young girl came up to me and she said, Jay Ross, I'm pregnant. My stepdad raped me. My mom kicked me out of the house and he's in jail. I don't know what to do. And it was like that turning point where I realized, okay, I went through that for this moment. moment. Because how do you, ant- you know, it's like, if you have no like frame of reference, if it's never happened to you, then you could never stand in somebody's shoes. But no. you stood in that girl's shoes for that day. Yeah, most for that definitely. moment. And why? Why do you think she trusted you to come and say something to you? You know, I just. Why did you walk up to me? Why did we grab hands? Divinely guided. You know what I mean. Divinely it was, guided. It was my time to learn my my lesson. Mm-hmm. Your and testimony was to be of use to another was. person. And from that moment, I wrote my first ever single. That that is the one that kind of took me to where I needed to be in the music industry. Mm. So. Just the inspiration alone to be that inspired to inspire others. You know, I get it. Like mm-hmm. we we are gonna go through this and different struggles. And if I could bottle up resilience and just give everybody a sip when they needed it, you know, that would yeah. be what I for that girl in that moment. I would have just <laughs> second hard question. Dang, you coming with them? <laughs> They're coming off the <laughs> dome. <laughs> Come on, we already going. Let's go. 
that said trauma that happened to you, Mm -hmm. how did you heal? Mm, I'm still healing. I think we, you know, I can't stand the word trigger. Like, I I don't want to be insensitive, but the word trigger drives me nuts. Um, but it's the so only it's accurate, the only, it's yeah, the only word. Like, so I think I'm still, there's still moments of triggering or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's still things where I feel like, okay, this was, this moment happened because now I need to learn how to breathe deeper. Right. Okay. So I don't think I've ever fully healed, but maybe that's why I'm, I, I love being on the stage and I close my eyes and I can, I see mm-hmm. the limelight, you know, I've, I've been blessed to go to the Grammys. I've been blessed to um, travel to Africa and tour. I've been blessed to tour all over this world. And every time I touch a stage, it's like part of me heals. Um, Third hard question. (laughs) This is a hard one. How did you tell your father or did you tell your father what Um, happened to you at the hands of his friend? We... uh, a homegirl of mine had given me like an article that talked about rape and I had put it in my pocket mm-hmm. and it was in my laundry. So you, t- you told a friend? <clears throat> I told a, a homegirl of mine, my neighbor uh-huh. actually, and she sent me this like how to, you know, what to do when this happens. Yeah. My mom found it and came in my room and said, you've been acting strange. What happened? Uh-huh. And then showed me the article and I just lost it. So I ended up explaining to her within seconds it was a split I have four brothers. Mm-hmm. My mom said, go get his shit and put it outside. I don't want to see it. Uh-huh. So my brothers <laughs> just grabbed it, threw it, grabbed it, threw it. My little brother had no idea what was going on. He's like, what's happening? Pissed on the clothes. Like, I love my sister. Oh. You know, like, didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> they you know? just knew that something was not right in the house. <laughs> Mama said, throw his Do shit it. on the curb. Yeah. His shit on the curb. Oh, we about to piss on this. Yes. Like yeah. little boys do. Little boys do. Yeah. You know, so him and I, we're, we're super close, <laughs> needless to say. Yeah. Um, you know, and to be honest, my dad and I have never, ever actually, like, sat down and talked about it. Hmm. It was a hard, that was a hard turning point. I ended up getting kicked out of my house. Crazy shit happened. But um, we came to an agreement at, when I became 19. We came to an agreement that we were just going to accept each other for who we were and move on. And since that point, that pivotal point in my time, my father and I were best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the best man in my child's life. Like it's just great. Hmm. Fourth hard question. <laughs> Do you feel that you really have you forgiven that person that mm. did that to you? Um. Hmm. The fact that I might have to think about that one makes me believe no. But at the same time, I don't feel anger anymore. Uh I don't feel the hurt that I did feel when I was younger. Right. Or the wanting to know why. Because he he violated you. He took something from you very, very precious. He did. And it's never right, but mental health Uh portrays in our society in, in strange ways. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I can blame him for his mental health as mm-hmm. much as I blame our structure for mental health problems. Right. So I think I've forgiven him as a human, but we've got to like 
our society, the Me Too movement, you know, the awareness is, is happening. But the fact that we still have sex trafficking so high, mm -hmm. um, the fact that child pornography, you know, things like that in society, I, I don't think I've forgiven society. Yeah. <laughs> so that's maybe where I'm at. Well, you're in it to change it. Yeah. You know, you know, it's our time. Right? It is our time. Yeah, it is like, I feel so good about this next generation. <laughs> so good. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, just, I feel good. You, I feel good with you being a leader yes. of it, you know? Yes. Definitely. Thank you. you yes, too. yes, yes. Okay. Fifth hard question. So, When you wanted to have sex with someone that you loved, do you felt that what happened to you held you back? Mm. Yeah. Or how did you deal with your emotions, sexual, your sexual, you know, coming mm. of age? Yeah. After that happened to you, like, how did you navigate that? What do you? It took me a long time to <laughs> get into the game, you know? Yeah. Um, it took me a long time, and, you know, I really, I trust myself. Mm. I trust my gut a lot. I trust my instinct. Mm. Thus far in my life, I've been able to maneuver pretty swiftly through things trusting my instinct. So even when it comes down to, um, you know, that passion mm -hmm. and that love and that moment and even sex or even getting grinding or grimy, you know, yeah. all of that stuff, yeah. all that goodness. Oh, yeah. It's all instinct. All that. It's all instinctual. All that, all that good healing, that, that good, good healing. You know, and that's, that's what. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, there's been times when we're on and there's times when we're off. Right. <laughs> uh -huh. So we just work through it, you know, and then even just giving birth opened up mm. so much. My midwife was like, is there anything I should know about? <laughs> and we had to have that talk. And just that talk alone allowed me to open up while giving birth into my mm. animalistic self. Oh, into yeah. my true womanhood. Oh, this is getting good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Let's talk about the birthing oh, process, mom. So you had a midwife. I had a midwife. So you didn't deliver. And I ended up, first one's always hard, they say. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I had my first, middle, and last all in one. So okay. um, <laughs> he, uh, you know, it was definitely a seven-day, three intense days of labor. Three intense? intense. Hold on. Intense. Wait a minute. Like, Did you say <laughs> three intense, days? I 20 tried. wait tw there's 24 <laughs> hours in the day right <laughs> multiply 24 by three <laughs> that's 72 hours it was intense and i think at that point i was like okay he's not coming and my midwife was like he should probably go to the hospital now yeah <laughs> he's got broad shoulders <laughs> and i was like okay we're going uh-huh um so yeah but i just, i remember being you know I just remember saying, if you're going to have a lion, you have to be a lion. Mm. His name is Kaleo, which mm. means lion spirit. Mm. Or Kaleo in Hawaiian means to become, to mm. be of the sound, to be the, you know, the healer, the sound, the voice, the calling. So 
I just kept telling myself, if, you know, if that's who you're giving birth to, then you've got to be that to get him out. So intense, but. <laughs> well, you, intense. you gave it a shot. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. Nobody out there. <laughs> We're done. One and done. One He's kid amazing. and that's it. He's amazing. Okay. <laughs> well, you gave it a shot. Oh, it was I incredible. Mean, so when you got to the hospital, did I mean, did they induce you? Like, what happened? Like, you yeah, did, twenty another maybe twelve hours uh-huh. to try one more time before a to put like push C-section. and then yeah, and then yeah, that was just I had no energy. You're done. You're tired. <laughs> it was that girl. I know that was hard. <laughs> but you don't remember after you know you remember that um, you had to pull a strength you never thought you had mm-hmm. and that you never thought you were going to get past that moment. It's like every other pinnacle point in your life when you're like, I'm never going to get past this. It's never going to get better. And then it just does. <laughs> and then you forget how hard it was and you move on to the next. Like climbing. Griff- like Griff- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he's two and a half this- and I'm like, this is the worst. <laughs> this kid, if he throws another tantrum. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> So yeah. it's like climbing a mountain. You feel like you're going to die on uh, the way up. And yes. then you get to the top and you're like, yeah. That's it. And then they turn two and you head down the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, whoa. Here, here whoa. we go again. Yep. Yeah. And then he'll turn 13 and I'll be like, you should probably call your, ga- your dad now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe you need to go back to Detroit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> go take a visit. Yeah. So. I'll buy you a one-way <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Forget it, you get a bus. Yes, in studio with J. Ross Pirelli. We have just been talking all things um, musician, um, teacher, mother, um, rape, um, thriver. Mm, I like that word. Thriving is good. I heard that today. Mm. I was at the women's conference today mm. and this woman was a survivor of uh, domestic abuse and she said domestic abuse thriver and I'm like yes. yeah because you take your story you and you it's your testimony and it can help other people it can it's different than surviving if, if you dig in if you dig in mm. and really um and just use it yeah you know Thriving is definitely different than surviving. Right. When we talk about that. You know, the youth we work with, a lot of them are just trying to survive. Yes. They're trying to survive. There's, there's no room for thriving. So I love that. I love that term. I think it's great. And I will wear a rape thriver with yeah, honor. Yeah, man. Thank you, for, thank you so much, <laughs> Yeah, Ross. that was a lot. I'm glad we just... Uh, for saying, you know, like, just sharing your story <laughs> with me. No one's ever... That's the unheard... Side wow. to Jay Ross with the things. Five hard about. questions is real. Yeah, it is real. How about you drop a little poetry for me? <laughs> I feel like you should. Um, Come on. Okay, I can give. You okay, one. this is <clears throat> okay. This is Jay Ross Pirelli. Let's see here, man. You know I could probably give you instrumental. You want an instrumental? Go. You could do it. Let me see want. here. Hold on. Let me see what I got here. And then are we doing we we freestyling? We doing something written? We taking. You can do whatever you want to do. You, you East Coast freestyle, you West Coast freestyle. <laughs> Let me find you a song. Okay. And then you can decide. See how it hits? Yeah, see how you want to do. Let me see. I'm going to turn this up for a second. 
Just so I can play some stuff back for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, this is going to take, we're recording, but I can edit this so it sounds awesome. great. I'm just, okay. <laughs> I have to tell you too, I have a blue jacket just like this one with yeah. the blue lights and I almost wore it right today. Oh, almost. I changed three times. Crazy. <laughs> I changed three times and ended up in this, but that was my first. That oh, was your first <laughs> option. You almost did it. That would have been, been too twinsy. much. That would have probably been too much. We just probably yeah. would have just like when we <laughs> touched hands, just like <laughs> exploded. <laughs> Into the vortex. Yeah, just like <laughs> come with me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, jumped into the yeah. Yes. <laughs> like the divine would have just went pew pew pew. Yes. You know, it would have been crazy. It, it just would have been way too much to handle. Yes. Okay, so let me share here. I really left all the homies too. Like You really did. You grab that drink. We'll be right back. I mm. will. Let me see. Huh. Hmm. No, I have those instrumentals on here. I have. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Let me open this desktop right here. Dude, I love this song by Jadena. Mm. Have you ever got any of his music? Yes, and he just wasn't he just in Sacramento. Oh, he was at, just here. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. Really, oh I believe God. it. It was so good. He's so much bigger and better than Classic Man, but I love that. Oh my, <laughs> his new so album is so yes. good. Yes. It really is. It is so good. Him, it's so good. Him and Janelle Monae together too. Yeah, with Big Boy. They all three got that. Oh, is it Alley Cat? Is that? No, that's not it. Shout bitch out here. <laughs> Ooh, there's a couple instrumentals. Look at these instruments that's here. Ooh. Got, yeah. This might be a good one. Okay, let's see. do it. Get on. Yo, I 
be setting them every day Wake up in the morning like, what I'm gonna do today? Be better every day And I'm always here to slay every weather If it was a microphone or just a day <laughs> I paved the way, set my goals and send them on their way You're only supposed to tell people your goals that hold you accountable Just so you know, cause the energy escapes as soon as you say it Like your buddy stops boiling and you stop behaving Like you just accomplished the goal that you set So only tell people that are gonna hold you yet to accomplish Hit it like success I'm over here like energy's gonna get through my vest and my chest Pump me up cause I'm here to manifest And you can hold me now or hold me to the test Hey! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Thank you for letting me come out of my box Yeah! That was... Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I was able to pull a little something out of my hat right there Thank you. That was kind of cool. <laughs> I know technologies and stuff, and I, I know how to work the iTunes, guys. Mm. I know how to work iTunes. I'm just saying. Welcome to our generation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and click on this next record right here that I have queued up okay. from an artist named J. Ross Pirelli. Hey. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, um, I want to say, I think we were definitely divinely guided today. Yes. I am so blessed to be sitting across this mic from you and, mm -hmm. and thank you for sharing your story. Yes. Thank and, you. um, thank you for being open to like, just, you know, come <laughs> through. I was like, come see my studio. You were like, okay. Like I said, man, I trust my instinct. So you let me here for a reason. Yes. And, and just any, any women out there that are experiencing or need to just kind of let it go, you know, feel free. Instagram me, hit me up, Facebook yeah. me, whatever. Let's, let's be homies. Let's be friends. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And share all it. that. Share all your Instagrams and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm, you can catch me at J just J R O S S J Ross Pirelli Pirelli is double R double L P A R R E L L I J Ross Pirelli. Okay. So tell me about this record that I actually saw you perform tonight, Yes, but uh, tell me about this record that we're going to play called greatness. So greatness, um, I was actually at an Earth Day festival for the Auburn Hip Hop Congress, mm -hmm. and um, Auburn has a hip hop congress. Yo, girl, we be killing it out there too, <laughs> with just community involvement and having people come through on tours. That's really Trey, what I'm trying to bring to my hometown yes. of Oxnard, California. Yes, yes, it needs to happen. It needs to happen there. So we need to talk further too. We do. So yeah, you can help so me with ideas to get that done. So yes, it's pretty greatness. fanabulous. Yeah. So, so I was feeling myself pretty hard on stage, like, uh -huh. yeah. And I was going in and I was like, one, bring it on, then don't two. And I got all the way to four. And then I tripped over the speaker backwards, oh, wearing a skirt and my skirt flipped up and I, I did recover. Like I have to say, I recovered swiftly and with some hard lyrics after that, because you can't be falling man, and not get back up, yo. You can't like get not, back up. No, man. I went home and I, I wrote this track like greatness, greatness is coming. I keep on falling, tripping on patience. Cause I was like, yo. I'm and you can sing too. <laughs> like that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this track came out of that. We just released it. Um, it's on all platforms. Music video should actually be released in the next two weeks. Okay. So all right. Stay tuned. Greatness, J. Ross Barelli.
Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you. Um, I will. I, you're gonna get my phone number out of yes. here. Yes, we're gonna hey, connect. Hey, you get my phone number, Sorry, girl. boys. Y'all be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here is greatness by J. Ross Pirelli. Thank you so Thank much you. for being on the Allen Network. Yes. Appreciate you. I'm a skeptic, feel it in my tick text it. No time for talk, don't fill my head with all those lots, idle bots, and I don't can. Yes, I can, best believe I will. Going all in where I first begin. I'm the wind, blow me, or hold me down. Step out the way, you hold my ground. So free, there's no up or down. We light it up with the get down. So fly, fire me up and watch me blow. Don't always trust what you think you know. Time will go captive, we got a long way to go. Victory lap, we on the night goal. Oh.